Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Meet Stacy. Stacy's on the hunt for a new pair of trendy glasses. Call me picky, but I just can't find the one. Luckily for Stacy, Walmart Vision has virtual try-on. Now she can try on hundreds of frames virtually, then upload her prescription and get new glasses delivered right to her door. Really? <laughs> yeah, really. Well, the hunt just took a turn for the better. Buy your next pair of glasses with virtual try-on from Walmart. Welcome to Easy Eye Care. Welcome to your Walmart. Restrictions apply. See walmart.com for details. To Sports Rage Late Night with Gabe Marinci on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204. Scumbags! Rage! Sports Rage with Gabe Marinci. Rage all you want. Oh, yeah. It's level two. This is Portridge. I am Gabriel Marenzi. The pimps, the players, the hustlers, the people of Boston, and everybody else in between throwing it down. We're kicking it. It's a week two of the National Football League. We still have one more game left, Monday Night Football. But it is the first time since 2016 the Chiefs are not in first place in the AFC West. Chargers let one get away from the Dallas Cowboys with a big road win today. Lamar Jackson. Uh, Lamar Jackson had his fifth career game with 200 passing yards and at least 100 rushing yards. No other player in NFL history has done that more than three times. Jackson is the only quarterback in the Super Bowl era with 100 rush yards and two touchdowns in multiple games. And, you know, Lamar put on a show tonight. He's never been able to beat um, Patrick Mahomes, but he did uh, this evening. But he wasn't the only one to put on a show. Uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are the first team in NFL history to score at least 30 points and win in nine straight games, including the playoffs. And what's amazing about this, the last team to do it, well, you got it. Tom Brady. Wow. Wow. What can you do? What can you say about this game? Like, hey, really? I think, hey, listen, when Kevin from Chicago called and asked us the other night, is Tom Brady better than Michael Jordan in, in the bigger picture of things? I don't know. They're different sports and stuff, but this is really unbelievable. Like, Tom Brady's better now than he's ever been. Tom Brady is better now than he's ever been. Tom Brady was never a stat guy, right? Tom Brady's a winner, right? Tom Brady's a winner, and he was never that guy that's going to throw five touchdowns and 400 yards and all that type stuff, except now. (laughs) Except now he's that guy. Except now he's that guy and he's 100 years old. Figure what, Tom Brady, this guy plays, plays for another, what, five years? Seven years? I'm starting to think he can make it to 50. I'm starting to think he can make it to 50. I wouldn't doubt him. Like, I would, you know, I wouldn't doubt him. I mean, think about that. So the Buccaneers are the first team in NFL history to score at least 30 points and win in nine straight games, including the playoffs. The only other two times it happened... The New England Patriots in 2010-11 and the New England Patriots in 2007. What's the, what's the correlation there? Oh, yeah, Tom Brady. So think about that. This guy's setting records in 2007, and now here we are in, 2000, in 2021 going on 2022, and he's setting records. Like I don't care what field you're in, let alone a field in which you use your physical skills. 
But you know, you ACDC. Think like ACDC, you're like you know, like the only band to be like number one, like twenty, you know, thirty years apart type thing or whatever. You know what I mean? Like it's it's unheard of. Like you know, it's it really is unheard of. Listen, I used to have Joe. I used to have Joe Montana as the greatest quarterback of all time. Tom Brady is clearly, clearly, the greatest quarterback of all time. Joe Montana did it in the one era, you know, with one team. Tom Brady's doing it in multiple eras with multiple teams. Delayed that anger management class. And this is Sports Rage. I am Gable Morancy. The pimps, the players, the hustlers, the people that bust them, and everybody else in between. It's Tom Brady's world. We are just living in it. All right, so, uh, you know, Tom Brady, Tom Brady is thrown for four touchdowns in four consecutive games dating back to last season, tying uh, Dan Marino in 1984 for the second longest streak of any kind in NFL history. Peyton Manning had a streak of five in 2004. Um, Tom Brady now has 35 games with four or more touchdown passes, tying Peyton Manning for second all-time. Drew Brees uh, also has 37. So, Tom Brady, despite his age, is playing the best football of his career. The best football of his career. Like, Tom Brady's never been a big numbers guy in his career. You know what I mean? He's been solid. But he's never been that, like, massive stat guy. He's never been, like, the fantasy kingpin. This year, he was ranked like 10th or 11 in fantasy. And I actually wanted to snag him, and I was going to, and literally someone took him like right before me. And I ended up taking Justin Herbert instead, who threw for a million yards today, but couldn't get it in a damn end zone. So, hey, the Dallas Cowboys today, Ben don't break that defense. We got to give credit to Coach Dan Quinn. You know, Quinn's been criticized. We got to give credit to the coaching staff, specifically on defense. And the Dallas Cowboys secondary, they made plays when they had to. They stepped up on third down when they had to. And don't forget, they were without a couple of starters as well. And they still got pressure on the quarterback. They still got pressure on the quarterback. So the Los Angeles Chargers, well, whatever. Say different city, same result. Chargers screw up, miss field goals, and it is what it is. They let one get away from a big win for the Dallas Cowboys. The Los Angeles Rams win. They don't cover. The Colts get the cover, but Ram players don't care. And it sets up a massive game on Sunday in Los Angeles at SoFi as the Los Angeles Rams are one-and-a-half-point favorites in this game. Which way is this number going to go? I don't think it really moves all that much, to be honest. My early lean. I've been waiting to bet against the Rams, and I didn't today because I don't trust Carson Wentz, but the Colts cover the number. So the Buccaneers get a point and a half against the Rams. Big time game. 425 Eastern next Sunday. This is Sports Rage. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.
Meet Stacy. Stacy's on the hunt for a new pair of trendy glasses. Call me picky, but I just can't find the one. Luckily for Stacy, Walmart Vision has virtual try-on. Now she can try on hundreds of frames virtually, then upload her prescription and get new glasses delivered right to her door. Really? <laughs> yeah, really. Well, the hunt just took a turn for the better. Buy your next pair of glasses with virtual try-on from Walmart. Welcome to Easy Eye Care. Welcome to your Walmart. Restrictions apply. See walmart.com for details. Sports Rage Late Night with Gabe Marinci on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204. The Late Night Anger Management Class continues. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabe Marinci throwing it down, Sirius XM Channel 204, Sports Grid Radio Networks, the loudest station in the nation. It was a wild weekend of college and professional football. Let's bring in Ian Cameron, A.K. Babano, to break it all down, take a look at the week ahead. Ian Cameron, A.K. Bob Bano. What's going on, Babano? How you doing tonight? Uh, doing good, Gabe. Happy to report. It was pretty good on NFL Sunday overall. Uh, Tennessee, Carolina, Tampa Bay, Denver, New England. A lot of good results in terms of sides. Uh, Arizona fell short, but I had them in, uh, in terms of laying the points. I had them uh, in a couple parlays. Uh, a few totals fell short. I was way off on the Eagles game going over. But overall, I can't complain. It was a nice Sunday for betting. Good stuff. Uh, I'm glad that uh, I'm glad that you made uh, money. And it's the one thing with totals, Babano. And I told myself coming into the year before, and I said it on the air. I said, you know, it's the one thing I want to do. I want to lay off betting as many totals as I have in the past, and I've done a decent job of it. I still fall, I still fall into the trap every now and then. But totals, man, they're volatile, aren't they? Look at, look, dude. Uh, and look, I lost today. I even had a teaser. And I lost with the Dallas Cowboys and the Chargers to go over the number. And, bro, I mean, they racked up. Like, they went up and down the field all day long. Anybody, if you watch that game, there was nothing but big play after big play after big play. And then as soon as the teams would get into the red zone, bro, they'd go backwards. They'd turn it over. There'd be penalties. The touchdown would be overturned, whatever. It was one thing after another. Like, the yardage was there, but the points just didn't add up. Yeah, is it just me or is it whenever a Tony Corrente crew is involved, there's some crazy stuff going on. There's some wild penalty calls going on when you're talking about Tony Corrente's refereeing crew. And he was the crew in that Chargers-Cowboys game. And it was definitely, there were some really poor calls in that game, both ways, but and way too many penalties. They just didn't let the game breathe, and it really took away from it. Yeah, it was hard to find a flow. Um, it, it, it was difficult to get a flow. It was a penalty fest. But to be honest... Most of the penalties were justifiable, bro. So it was like it's one of those. It was it was one of those deals. You couldn't really fully, fully. Chargers um, offense, especially Gabe, they got to clean some stuff up. I mean, just way too many holding penalties, you know, and then it really cost them some drives. I think one of the biggest surprises uh, of the day, I have to say, would be the Raiders. And I ended up taking the Raiders, but I put them in teasers. But I did win with those teasers that I took them in. Yeah, I you know, I didn't have I didn't have the nuts to take them just take them plus the points, but we heard so many people talk about the narrative of the team playing on Monday night, West Coast, early yep. kickoff, and all that type of stuff. And you know, 
narratives, that's another narrative that's not as strong as it used to. Like it's like home field. Home field doesn't mean what it used to. And that narrative doesn't exactly mean what it uh, what it used to earlier. Let's look, guys. So the Raiders are a West Coast team. They won. They played Monday night even. They won. San Francisco 49ers, West Coast team, even though they stayed, um, they did stay, like they didn't go back and forth, but still a West Coast team, early start beats Philadelphia. The Raiders, West Coast team, uh, early start, they win the football game. You can't just hang your hat on that narrative. Yeah, that's quite a, I tell you what, the Raiders are balling. Uh, but Benny, you got to give Gruden credit. I've I've been critical of him in the past, but the Raiders are playing good football this year, now 2-0. What I give the Raiders credit to is that John Gruden made some changes in the offseason. He said, you know, I brought in my buddy Paul Gunther to be the defensive coordinator. It didn't work. We got rid of him. We had to. The defense was uh, embarrassing last year. Uh, they made a change. They got the new coordinator in there now. They made some changes in personnel, some upgrades for the better. And that defense is a lot better, you know, I think through the first two games. I know they struggled at times against Baltimore, but in that when that game was plays had to be made, the game was on the line. That defense rose up and made Their plays. Their defensive line's today. pretty good, Babano. Yeah, yeah, they make plays. Yeah, that's exactly what they did. And they harassed Pittsburgh and Ben Roethlisberger all day. They didn't really let Najee Harris get going. And the passing game really got going. 373 yards passing for Derek Carr in that game uh, against Pittsburgh. They blocked well enough, and it gave him the chance to find rugs and find a bunch of his receivers down the field. Uh, I wasn't the, any in, interested laying pit points with Pittsburgh. I didn't bet the game from a side perspective, but I wasn't rushing to take Pittsburgh in that game. Not the kind of offense I trust, you know, in a, as a favorite of almost a touchdown like they were. I was on the under, actually, in that game, and it came through. Uh, figured it could be lower scoring. And uh, look, Las Vegas is 2-0, and and you've got to give them credit. Uh, they've earned the wins. Uh, their defense is a lot better, and that's what was the key. They could move the ball. They could score points last year, Marenzi. But the defense couldn't stop anybody. Now they can, and I think that's going to make them a tougher team to beat moving forward. Yeah, well, the Raiders, yeah, numbers don't lie. They're 2-0 and right now. And as far as Pittsburgh is concerned, I don't know. It's always difficult to 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 judge after one week. But, look, we saw, we saw the Buffalo Bills today, and we talked about the Buffalo Bills all week long as far as them being much more intense this week than they were last week. They were too... Yeah, quite frankly, they were cocky uh, last week. I think they they thought they bought all their own hype. They thought, hey, listen, we're the Bills. We're just going to show up. We're going to win the game. But where I'm going with this, Babano, is we'll get to the Bills later. But where I'm going with this is, I don't know. Like, you know, if it put it this way, Babano, I think the Steelers are more what we saw today than what we saw last week in the second half. You know what I mean? I think that was just more the Buffalo Bills not playing well and falling apart than Pittsburgh being a good team. I think Pittsburgh could have problems. Offensively, they do. There's no way you could be confident if you're a Steelers fan about that offense right now. They're having trouble blocking. They've got four new offensive line starters. Even the running game hasn't been great so far. And it's not. And Ben Roethlisberger needs a good O-line at this point in his career to be successful. And you're right about the teams bouncing back. There were a lot of those. You mentioned Buffalo, a dominant bounce-back game for them. Good teams that bounce back today. Buffalo is one. New England is another. Look what the Tennessee Titans did today uh, in their game. The Tennessee, Chicago, hey, Babano. Like we should note, though, for people to just see the box score, they bounced back in the second half. Like yes. It was six straight quarters of bad football for the Titans, but they lit it up in the second half. They finally came alive. They just kept giving it to Derrick Henry, even though he got stopped in the first half, yep. and he just carried them to victory. And that's the difference with this game today against Seattle than the game last week against Arizona for Tennessee. Once, like They almost quit on running the football in the second yeah, half yeah, against yeah. Arizona. Today they said, even though we were down 24-9, to 9, 
We're still going to give it to Henry. There's still a whole half of football left. Let's see if we can chip away. And sure enough, the opening drive of the second half, they got that touchdown, made it 24-16. See, that's all you need to do. If you just stick to your offense and you you know, you know, have the playbook open fully, both the run and the pass, you stick to that, you're not out of a game. Like a 15-point deficit at halftime is not insurmountable anymore in 2021 NFL football. You know, And you can't panic when you're down by that kind of margin because things can change so quickly. And that's exactly what we saw in the second half for Tennessee today. Ian Cameron, A.K. Babano, kicking it uh, with us. So, you know, we're not surprised the Buffalo Bills won this football game. They pretty much own Miami for whatever reason, and they have – over the last uh, couple of years in the McDermott era, but man, they came to play. It was like, basically they sacked Tua on two of the first three plays of the game. All right. So it was like sack. <laughs> sack. Well, I see like, some people on Twitter, Gabe saying, ah, the bills took advantage of Tua getting injured and Brissett going in there. I don't know if it would have been a much different that's a pile of crap today. If Tua had stayed healthy and finished the game, they were getting after Tua. Nobody at the very beginning. Nobody was beating the bills today, but battle. <laughs> you know what I mean? That was like, yeah, they just sort of showed up. They were dialed in, and they're back on track. They're back on track. And, yeah, the Bills the Bills. I don't know if their offense, Gabe, is fully back on track. That's true. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. still work in progress. I don't think they're fully fired. I hate to say it, Babano, but it's kind of, though, it's not a concern, really. But the fact of the matter is, Josh Allen's a little off. Uh, You know, we, we can see it. He's throwing the ball high. He's throwing the ball behind people. Like, he's just... Josh Allen's not fully in sync. But one thing, it's a good point, and I can't deny it, Babano, because truthfully told, the Bills came out hot, scored right away, and then it was sort of a lull, right? They were stuck on 14, and I can't disagree. The offense really hasn't really clicked-clicked for the Bills. But whatever, Babano, it's a 17-game season, bro. It's just about winning the games, right? We'll worry about clicking in January and February. Win these damn games, and the Bills... It was a little concerning because if the Dolphins would have won today, they would have been 2-0 and with two division wins in yeah. their back pocket. So the Bills even things up. Now two is injured moving forward. Um, so everything has fallen into place. The Buffalo Bills host the Washington football team uh, next week. We'll recap the lines if you weren't worth with us earlier. Uh, Ian Cam with us. We'll talk some college football as well. The late-night anger management class continues. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Meet Stacy. Stacy's on the hunt for a new pair of trendy glasses. Call me picky, but I just can't find the one. Luckily for Stacy, Walmart Vision has virtual try on. 
Now she can try on hundreds of frames virtually, then upload her prescription and get new glasses delivered right to her door. Really? <laughs> yeah, really. Well, the hunt just took a turn for the better. Buy your next pair of glasses with virtual try-on from Walmart. Welcome to Easy Eye Care. Welcome to your Walmart. Restrictions apply. See walmart.com for details. This is Fortridge. I am Ratsy. We're kicking it with you, Cameron, a.k.a. Bob Banner. We're throwing it down Sunday, bloody Sunday style. So, uh, the Banner. Last week, the dogs were really barking, man. It was 12 and 4, and it was the first time in modern modern NFL history, the Super Bowl era, the 12 underdogs had covered uh, in week one. And then the New York Giants covered a number on Thursday. Not quite as many underdogs covered today but as you mentioned a couple of minutes ago there were a couple of outright wins we talked about the Raiders and we'll give credit to the Carolina Panthers too uh Babano handle their business the Carolina Panthers are 2-0 I like you I had a very good day today but this is one of my losses and you and I've talked about this it is what it is I rolled the dice I've been playing the markets, but battle. So if I, you know what I mean? I played the games earlier in the week and I think, all right, the number's going here, the number's going there. And for the most part, it's worked out for me. But I played the Saints earlier in the week. And as the week went on, things just got worse and worse for the Saints, right? You know, we, we heard about COVID, yep. uh, injuries, and everything else in between. But I didn't want to abandon ship because we've seen time and time again these these stories, and then the team still wins anyways. But let's get I'll give credit where credit's due. To Coach Rule, to Sam Darnold, and to everybody in Carolina. The Panthers are 2-0, and you are what your record says you are. They're 2-0 and right now. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, it's, 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 I'm certainly happy to see it, Gabe, because uh, I took Carolina last week. I took them this week. I'm on over seven and a half wins uh, with the Carolina Panthers this year, and to see them get off to this uh, 2-0 start, I'm happy. And I was ha- I'm thinking that part of this, the reasoning behind this for me, Gabe, is that Matt Rule's got a pattern. Temple, Baylor. Now it's just a question of does it translate to the NFL where the team really makes a leap forward after first year to the second year with him as the head coach. It's usually year three that it goes over the top, right? You, yeah. Year one is a train wreck. He inherits a train wreck. Year two, sort of 500-ish. Year three, successful. It's only two games, and one of them was against the Jets. But uh, listen, I don't care. Like, it doesn't matter. At the end of the year, like when they – when. When the league looks at the standings, they don't ask you how many points you won by Babano. They don't ask you who you beat. They just look at your damn record, right? That's exactly what they do. And what we're finding out, too, is he's got a defense that last year he did not have on this yeah. team. Last Good secondary. Defense, hey, those DBs are playing well. Horn was a nice pick, but their DBs are playing well. They're playing outstanding, I think. They've got a bunch back there now all of a sudden. Jeremy Chin's a safety that nobody talks about him. He's very good. You know, with uh, Dante Jackson, uh, J.C. Horn, the draft pick out of South Carolina, Hassan Reddick now at the linebacker spot, a nice group there, Shaq Thompson and company. I think they can get after the quarterback now with Yater Gross Matos is good. Brian Burns is good. I mean, I think that defense has playmakers, and they've shown it here in the first couple weeks. You're doing something right when you hold the Jets, not even to 200 yards last week. You hold the Saints to 128 total yards today. Unbelievably impressive. Wow, I know. By this Carolina defense today. And they're not even putting Sam Darnold in a position where he's got to carry the team. And that's why he's thriving. He's comfortable. He's not being asked to do too much. He's got McCaffrey healthy. He's dumping the ball off to him quite a bit. He's found instant chemistry with DJ Moore and obviously his old teammate, Robbie Anderson, who he played with with the Jets. They've been terrific, you know, in the receiving game. Even Brandon Zilstra got a touchdown today. And he's a guy that played in the CFL for a little bit. So. 
No, lots of good things for this Carolina team so far uh, to begin the year. If I'm the Saints, I wouldn't worry. I think they'll be fine still. It was a bad week for them. Eight assistant coaches were sidelined because of the COVID-19 issue for them. They had some injuries on defense. So it was just one of those situations where things were kind of conspiring against the Saints. I personally am certainly not downgrading the Saints a whole lot based on this one loss. If you're the Saints, you're right, Babato. If you're the Saints, if you if you ask Sean Payton, listen, you're gonna go one and one with the Panthers and Packers. You know what I mean? Like you got displaced from your, you know, you didn't play at home, you played on a neutral field. Now you go to Carolina. I'm sure it's frustrating they lost to Carolina, but they were never in it. It was just one of those weeks. And I think honestly, it's pretty crazy, Babato. But I don't think we talk about this enough or emphasize it enough, bro. Dude, you can lose a player, all right? Oh, the backup running back's out with COVID, or, like, you know, the third-string cornerback is out. All right, next man up. I think we underemphasize, bro, when a bunch of coaches are out, Babano. It leads to a domino effect, and we've seen it. We've seen it over the weekend in college, and we've seen we see it in the pros. Yep. Like, basically, if one guy's out, Babano, then suddenly another coach has to do a job that he doesn't normally do. You know what I mean? And then there's a domino effect. Then it's like, all right, the special teams coach, suddenly you're going to be dealing with the linebackers now too. And, hey, you linebacker, we need you to be in the defensive coordinator booth now. Like, it just changed, you know, you know what I mean? It's a domino effect with Banner. And that's where communication breaks down and the game plan communicated. That's where it splinters during the course of the week when you've got these guys out. Yep. Yeah, it does. um, You know, like I said, you look back to like uh, when Reed's kid was out last year. The same thing. Like, you know what I mean? Everyone had to do a different job after it in the, in the Super Bowl and stuff. I've seen this time and time again, and it's something to consider. Because I don't know, I sort of struggle. Oh, they'll be all right with the coach. But when you're without that many coaches, yeah. like then Eight. suddenly it's a problem. Yeah. Put it this way. It's almost like it's like trusting your kids at home. Because you would figure, wow, players, they're, they're NFL players. Like, they know what they have to do. And what difference does it make who's telling them this? But it's sort of like leaving your kids home alone, right? It's like, well, they know they shouldn't do this, but they might do it anyways. So that's that, you know, that's something that's on me. But hey, other than that, all of our midweek picks won. We jumped on San Francisco, that was a winner. We jumped yep. on uh, the Patriots, that was a winner. Yep. Um, you know, Arizona with you, I laid the three with Arizona. I bought at that point, I made a three, but I loaded up on teasers too, Babano, to, to balance that out. But Arizona, bro, that's just a frustrating lot. Like, if they're the real deal and they want to take that next step, they can't lose, uh, you know, they can't, they got to play better. I know they escaped, but they only escaped because the buddy missed a chip shot field goal. You know what I mean? Arizona's got to play better. I said that on Twitter, that, you know, you can't do this win one, lose one, look great one week, look so poor the next, and expect to improve as a football team and as an organization. This is what they've done the last couple of years. Now, granted, they've they've survived and they found a way, but the defense was carved up. The defense that was just so dominant against Tennessee last week couldn't get a stop, you know, on Kirk Cousins, Dalvin Cook, and the Vikings for pretty much the entire first half. You know, they finally got a few stops here and there, but this was not a great defensive game by any stretch for Minnesota. Uh, Kyler Murray made a couple of bad interceptions. Yep. He played a great game. It was more great than bad for Murray today. He still made a bunch of unbelievable plays. But they did win the battle, the but only because Minnesota screwed up, right? But they did they yeah. did win. You know, I guess you and I are just hard on them because they didn't cover. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I had them in parlays, but you're right. I also had them minus three and a half, and I was very disappointed they didn't cover. I also had the Chargers and was disappointed. Uh, to see them lose. And I got to listen to Tony Romo like in week two of the year at the end of the game saying, what a devastating loss for the Chargers. Calm down, Tony. It's week two for crying out loud. 
There's no devastating loss in week two of the season. Call me if it's a season-ending loss. Then you can say devastating. That's ridiculous. Devastating loss in week two? You got to be kidding me. It would have no. That's that's a little strong, a little strong. Yeah, especially especially considering they won in week one, right? Like they're one and one. It's like chill yeah. out. Like yeah, there's there's a lot of it's a lot of football left. You don't want to be zero and two though. You know you don't you don't want to be you don't want to find yourself in an zero and two position. But that game was frustrating to me too. But Ben, listen, I I did pretty well with it because I just loaded up on the Cowboys and on a bunch of teasers and figured, hey, this is going to be a close game, so why not just take the dog on a teaser? But I lost the over bet with this game. Um, that's the one. That's the one total that screwed me at four o'clock. And like I said, it was frustrating because the yardage was there, right? I mean, it was just big chunk play after another. But man, these teams just couldn't convert. Babano. It's the perfect example. This Dallas Chargers game of why you can't look at a final score and say you know what happened. You're going to look at it. Twenty to seventeen. The total was fifty-five. Oh, it was a really big defensive battle. Really tough to move the football. It couldn't have been further from the truth. They were moving up and down the field. Missed field goals, penalties, constant. 10, 15-yard offensive penalties. Backing up teams when they were in the opposition territory. It was like this for the entire game, it felt like. Especially for the L.A. Chargers. Every single time, they're right there knocking on the door for a touchdown. Upholding penalty. Up offensive in- pass interference penalty. <laughs> Constantly. And from Tony Corrente, our favorite referee. Uh, and it was just all game long. Don't be fooled. They were they were going up and down the field, and then implosion due to turnovers, penalties, red zone inefficiency inside the twenty. Otherwise, the pace and the yardage put up it certainly equates to more than thirty-seven total points, which we ended up with in that game. Did you bet the Rams Colts game? Because that's the one game I didn't bet it at all. It's crazy to say because I have like you know fifty-two bets or something today in the end. I think, and I didn't bet it, and it's crazy because. I said all week, I, I want to bet against the Rams. I want to wait for a spot to bet against the Rams. Well, today, I guess they could have. I mean, the Colts end up covering the number, but I didn't take it. But the Rams are playing the Bucks next week, so we'll learn more about the Rams. I mean, they, all right, you beat the Colts, you beat the Bears, you're 2-0. We'll give you credit for it, but now you get the Buccaneers, and you know that's an interesting matchup next week. But did you bet that Rams-Colts game today? I did. I uh, bet the uh, Rams and uh, did something I normally don't do. Uh, and that's by a half point. But I just felt like I wanted minus three uh, in that game as opposed to minus three and a half. And thank goodness I did because they won by exactly three. So, you know, got out of that with a push. And I just felt like there was a chance maybe they could only win by a field goal. But look, the Rams had some mistakes, you know, fumble that led to a Colts touchdown, you know, right inside the the, the 20. You know, uh, Matt Stafford, I thought, was he made one interception, but he still played a very good game again uh, for the uh, Rams. The Rams have issues on defense, though. You know, they've been carved up a little bit on the, on the ground. They've not been shut, shut down defense in either of the first two weeks against the Bears or the Colts. They gave up yards, yep. you know, and drives and points. To mediocre quarterbacks. Yeah. To Andy, Andy Dalton and Carson Wentz. Exactly. I kind of want to back the Rams next week, uh, but I'm seeing they're one, one and a half no, already. Not me. I like, I'm early lean bucks for me. I'm not getting and the totals going range. up, and it's hard to it's hard to argue with that total going up because the Bucks are ravaged in the secondary right now, and that could be trouble against Cup, Woods, Jefferson, some of those Rams receivers, and Matt Stafford the way he's chucking the football right now. So, people thinking that's a shootout. That total's already going up. 
Ian Cameron, A.K. Bob Banner. All right, we got one more segment with Banner. We'll take a look at the Monday Nighter between the Green Bay Packers and the Detroit Lions. We'll get Banner's thoughts on the Week Three National Football League lines. Wow, it's crazy just to even say that. Week Three of the National Football League. The late night anger management class continues. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Meet Stacy. Stacy's on the hunt for a new pair of trendy glasses. Call me picky, but I just can't find the one. Luckily for Stacy, Walmart Vision has virtual try-on. Now she can try on hundreds of frames virtually, then upload her prescription and get new glasses delivered right to her door. Really? <laughs> yeah, really. Well, the hunt just took a turn for the better. Buy your next pair of glasses with virtual try-on from Walmart. Welcome to Easy Eye Care. Welcome to your Walmart. Restrictions apply. See walmart.com for details. On Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204. The Late Night Anger Match the Class. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabe Omarenzo. We're throwing it down with Ian Cameron. You can find him online at Babano on Twitter, Sports Club Radio. You hear him right here on a Sports Grid. You can find him on YouTube. You can find him anywhere. All right, Babano, a lot of stuff I want to get to. So let's uh, get into Monday Night uh, Football, two 0-1 teams. Uh, going head-to-head, although at least the Detroit Lions can say they covered the point spread against the San Francisco 49ers. Green Bay Packers obviously got punched in the mouth by the New Orleans Saints. I expected this number to climb, Babano, and I I wouldn't be surprised if it continues to climb because how many people in the public are actually going to pull the trigger on the Detroit Lions? But I'm going to give you guys some interesting numbers in a couple of minutes uh, here, but I'll throw it to Babano first. 12-and-a-half, 48-and-a-half right now. Well, it sounded like you were trying to give people a case for Detroit, and I know one of the numbers I've got is Detroit's actually 7-1 and one ATS last eight meetings against Green Bay. You know, the head-to-head series, they've actually done a good job covering numbers uh, against the Packers head-to-head. Is this the spot I want to take them, though? I'm not so sure. One thing we've seen on Sunday, we've seen good teams, teams we think are going to be pretty good, teams we think are going to make the playoffs, Buffalo, Tennessee. I mean, there's, a, uh, there's some others as well today that bounced back after a bad first game. I think Green Bay is capable of doing that here. They've got the right team. Detroit's still not going to be very good this year. They've got him at home for a Monday night in Lambeau. I think Aaron Rodgers and the offense gets right against a bad, bad Detroit defense. However, Gabe, I prefer early in the game 
to back Green Bay as opposed to lay the 12 for the full game. So I'm looking more than anything at the first half for Green Bay uh, in this game. You could lay seven uh, with the uh, Green Bay Packers uh, in the uh, first half uh, in this game uh, at FanDuel. Yes, they've got it at minus seven right now, minus 110. That's the bet I like. I think that's the best way to go about it. I think Green Bay comes out focused, ready, you know, to put that absolute debacle behind them last week against the Saints. They got the right team at the right time. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers and the offense struggled, but you're not playing the Saints now. You're playing the Lions defense. I think they get right. They get off to a strong start and probably put this, at least put a sizable margin between them and the Lions on the board early rather than lay the full game spread, Gabe. I, I like that Green Bay minus seven first half. Good number. I think the first 30 minutes you get the best of the Packers. It's a chunky number to lay. It's a, it's a, it's a chunky, uh, it's a, it's a chunky number to lay. This is one of these games, guys. I'd hold off here. And as Babano stated, if you want to get into the trends, every trend is on. Every trend is the friend of Detroit in this game. All right? Yeah. And there's there's a pattern here, too. There's one thing. It's not as well listed. Detroit Lions have never been good, right? And they're not any worse without Matt Stafford with Jared Goff. Like, you know, Jared Goff, they put up a ton of points last week. Their defense is the problem. That secondary is an issue. And Aaron Rodgers should be able to pick them apart. But I think if you listen, if you guys like Green Bay, especially now at 12 and a half. So for your 10 point teaser players, you can still get them at minus two and a half. Or even for your teaser players, you still got them under a touchdown. I think this number climbs, Babano. I think it'll get even higher. Like 13 and a half. I don't I don't know if it hits 14, but I'd be surprised if it wasn't 13, 13 and a half by kickoff. I agree, and it's going up just the last you know couple of days because it it was eleven, it went up to thirteen, thirteen and a half even, and then it went down all the way to eleven, ten and a half, and now the last couple of days we've seen it eleven, eleven and a half, twelve. It's moving back up again as we approach kickoff, and you're right. I think with you know the public is going to look toward Green Bay, you know, bet it, the p- people that bet it the day of the game. Uh, and so I think if you like Green Bay, it's not going to hurt you to lock it in now. If you like Detroit, wait, you know, bet put this put your bet in like 10, 15 minutes before kickoff because there's a good chance if you like Detroit, you're going to get the best number with the Lions at that time. And as Babano mentioned, seven and one guys. Who would have thought, huh? The Detroit Lions are seven and one against the spread the last eight games against the Green Bay Packers, except I'm going to re-up you. I'm going to uh, up everybody on this. This is, this is you want to dig down deep uh, on this. NFL teams, NFL favorites in week two that lose in week one by 30 or more points are um, 0, 10, and 1 against the spread if they're favored in a division game. Look, get this, guys. So NFL team, NFL teams that are favored in week two that lost by 30 or more points in week one are 7 and 16 straight up, 7, 15, and 1 against the spread overall. And then you dig deeper, 0, 10, with 0 and 10 with one push if they're playing against a division foe. So that's what I'm saying. You talk about Detroit being 7-1 against the spread the last day, and I talk about this number here. NFL teams that uh, lost by 30 or more in week one, favored in week two, are 0-10 against the spread of playing a division opponent. Like I said, the friend is Detroit's, uh, the trend is Detroit's friend coming into this. Yeah, and and that's the tricky part of handicapping Detroit going into this game because you realize they only lost 41-33 to San Francisco they were last getting week, smoked. but you also realize it was, it was 38-10 to after the third quarter. You know, they were getting absolutely just gashed. And we saw San Francisco against Philadelphia on Sunday, Marenzi. It's not like that offense lit it up against the Eagles. And they put up 41 points against Detroit 
last Sunday. So that's why I got to believe that Green Bay is just going to have a field day with this wretched secondary early in the game. Just take the ball, go right down the field. Don't give Detroit any hope. And and I prefer the first half too, prefer than the full game Morency because we at least saw Dan Campbell's squad, you know, battle back, not give up, not fold in the tent when they were down thirty-eight to ten last week. So that's another reason that as someone that would prefer yeah. Green Bay in this game, I prefer the first half as opposed to the full game. That's one thing. It is true. They are scrappy, like Campbell and his personality and Spielman running things. And it was the same thing even in the preseason, but Bano, they were down like all the time in the preseason. They, they never quit in the second half. They didn't quit last week. They're not going to quit on national television on a Monday night uh, either. They're trying to build something. So they will battle even if they get down. We'll break down the game uh, in its entirety. Game time decisions tomorrow at uh, 6 o'clock Eastern on these networks here, 6 a.m. Channel 204. We talked about the Panthers earlier being 2-0. And they have a great chance uh, and opportunity to be three and over band on the odds makers think they will be. Unfortunately, oh, wow. <laughs> Thursday night football, Carolina Panthers and the Houston Texans. Uh, we were waiting for one of these crap ass fest Thursday night games, and it's finally here. But Carolina lay seven in Houston. Tyrod Taylor status is still up in the air. We spoke with Dr. David Chow earlier in the evening on in-game live tonight, and uh, he said that Tyrod will not be able to play on Thursday. And he was right about Fitzpatrick last week uh, before everybody everybody knew this. So I would expect Ty- Tyrod Taylor to be out here. Panthers lay seven, Babano, on Thursday Night Football. Yeah, one thing we found out for those of you that listen to Sports Grid, don't wait for the coaches to say whether the player's in or out. Listen to David Chow. Listen to the doc. He knows He knows what <laughs> if the player's in Yeah, we get the early analysis. I'll take his word for it. Like, thing with Dr. Chow, too, is – He'll tell you, listen, this is what I think, or I'm not going to tell you for sure, but it's my opinion. Yeah. But when he says, there's no way he's playing. Yeah. Like like last week, he said the same thing about Ryan Fitzpatrick on Sunday night. He goes, yeah, there's no way in hell he'll play on Thursday. And he said the exact same thing about Tyrod. He said Tyrod will not be able to play on Thursday. Which means Davis Mills is your quarterback. Now, there's they were asking David Colley after the Cleveland loss today. Yeah. Could we see Deshaun Watson? And then there's this whole situation that, you know, the league has not decided yet whether to place Watson on paid leave because they haven't had to make that decision yet. And because the Texans have basically said, we're not playing you. So the league doesn't have to decide. Would you take the seven if it was Deshaun? want to play Watson, the league's got to decide what they're (laughs) going to do now. And I don't think Houston wants to put him in that spot. No, I don't listen. I think they could. That's the whole thing with Battle. The league is not stopping them. Like the league never told the Texans, don't play Deshaun Watson. They don't want to play Deshaun Watson because they don't want the public backlash, Yeah. Uh, number one. And number two, I don't think they want to get him hurt because I think they want to trade him. Right? So right. I, I don't know. It's such a weird situation, Babano, right? Yeah. You know, but I, don't, I would not expect that he's, like you said, it, I expect it to be the kid out of Stanford, Davis Mills. Yeah, and I've already laid the seven with Carolina. And yeah, normally huh? you think, how can you lay seven? You laid on the seven road? already. You jumped on this right away, yeah? I'm high on Carolina. I've cashed with them twice. I'm riding them until I lose. And I think their defense could completely overwhelm this kid. This kid that was only 8 of 18, 102 yards and an interception. You know, today again. I know he's going to get maybe a couple practices in before this game. He'll know he's the starter. Hey, they are 2-0 and against the spread. Huh? Let's give him credit for that. But, Bando, the Texans are 2-0 and ATS. They are. They are, and as now we're going to see if Carolina can lay these kind of points. We don't know that yet either, but boy, their defense has been dominant in the first two games against the Jets and the Saints. It could, if, if it's anything like it was in those first two games, I don't see how Davis Mills has any sort of success throwing the football uh, against this Carolina defense. Maybe Houston team total under. If you don't want to lay the seven, 
maybe you can with Carolina, maybe you could go that route, Houston team total under, because that's a bet that I'm certainly going to be interested in as well. Uh, a type of battle I saw seven with the Arizona Cardinals, and then boom, seven and a half right now. Arizona minus seven and a half at Jacksonville. Tennessee Titans minus four and a half hosting Indianapolis. Uh, Buffalo Bills, those were nine and a half. It's been bet down. I'm seeing eight and a half uh, right now. Saints get three in uh, in New England. Uh, the Cleveland Browns, seven and a half hosting Chicago. New York football Giants minus three hosting Atlanta. Uh, Raiders, this number's been coming down as well. Raiders are down to four and a half right now against the Dolphins. Jets get ten and a half at Denver. Tampa Bay and the Rams, we discussed it. The Rams are point and a half favorites right now. Total 54 and a half there. Seattle are one and a half point road favorites at Minnesota. Uh, Green Bay plus three and a half at San Francisco. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys minus three and a half against the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, we don't have a, well, we got we got a couple of minutes left here, Babano. So what do you, what do you make of the week three uh, lines right now? And if you moved on anything besides Carolina, which way do you think these numbers are going to go? Uh, in Carolina, definitely, I've moved on that. I'm tempted by Chicago a little bit because we're going to see more. Uh, Dalton's out. Dalton got injured today, and we saw Justin Fields. You would think there's a good chance we don't see Dalton, and Fields is still obviously very young, but the uh, he's going to get a week of practice. If he starts next week, he's going to get a week of practice, getting that many points with a Cleveland team that's been a little bit sloppy. You know, they've been you know hit or miss in some of these games. They've not played full 60 minutes either against Houston uh, today or last week against Kansas City. So kind of interested in Chicago there. I'm already taking points with Cincinnati against Pittsburgh. That line's already come down. Uh, Burrow was rough today. All right, it was just, hey, it's going to happen. You're going to have a bad game. You're going to have a stinker. I'm going to have a losing day more than once on the betting board. Everybody has a bad day. Joe Burrow's allowed to have a bad day. I think he'll be better next week against Pittsburgh. I think that's a close game. I understand why the Bengals are getting the money there. Yeah, I'm not. I'm, I'm having a flashback right now. You sound pretty defensive about Chopper. Were you on the Bengals today? Kind of remembering last week. Did you tell me you like the Bengals on Wednesday? Yeah, I like the Bengals today, and I had them last week. So I'm one and one back in the Bengals because I did take them against Minnesota, but I came back to them today, and uh, obviously they had a tough day against Chicago. Although they made it interesting late, <laughs> Burrow almost rallied them again. Uh, Raiders lay four and a half to the Fish. Jets get ten and a half to the Denver Broncos in Mile High City, as we talked about. The Sunday nighter next week. Boy, Green they Bay. crashed on the Jets, Gabe, haven't they? That, that look-ahead line on Denver was 7.5 before the, today's results, and now they're 11. <laughs> well, Denver's another one that are 2-0 and against the spread right now, right? Yep. 2-0 and straight up and ATS. They've, listen, the schedule hasn't been that difficult, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. They won the game. And honestly, you and I were ripping Arizona earlier. Right now, as we speak, Babano, the Arizona Cardinal players are in some bar all Toasted each other and living it up. Not one of them said, it's really too bad we didn't cover the point spread. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I guarantee you. Not one Cardinal player right now at their team party is said, oh, man, you know, we really let people down. We didn't cover the point spread. I'm sure there's some coaches thinking we got to tighten some things up here. <laughs> but, hey, they won. It's a long season. And uh, it's fun breaking it down. Chargers, by the way, plus the points. I'm interested at Kansas City next week. Bounce back spot for them. I'm still leery of Kansas City laying that many points. They win a lot of close games lately. Ian Cameron, a.k.a. Bano. Follow him on Twitter. You get the links to all of his his radio shows, videos, and everything else in between. Thanks, Bano. Thanks, Keith. Like the Anchorman for Cross continues. Bring it. 
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Meet Stacy. Stacy's on the hunt for a new pair of trendy glasses. Call me picky, but I just can't find the one. Luckily for Stacy, Walmart Vision has virtual try on. Now she can try on hundreds of frames virtually, then upload her prescription and get new glasses delivered right to her door. Really? <laughs> yeah, really. Well, the hunt just took a turn for the better. Buy your next pair of glasses with virtual try-on from Walmart. Welcome to Easy Eye Care. Welcome to your Walmart. Restrictions apply. See walmart.com for details. Ian Cameron. Late Night Anger Management Class, thank you. Bobano. Throwing it down with us, late night anger management class, Sunday, bloody Sunday. Jason B. Takafin will join us. We haven't forgotten about the diamond. Baseball, Los Angeles Dodgers, just one game back. San Diego imploding. Uh, there was a dugout implosion with Manny Machado and Fernando Tatis uh, over the weekend. We'll get into that with Jason B. Takafin. Uh, a lot of stuff uh, to break down. It's a great time of the year. We have NHL hockey, NBA uh, regular season, both right around the corner, college basketball. Uh, so we got Monday night football, but we're going over the uh, the week three numbers, and there's a couple of really good games. We talked about Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay are getting one and a half against the Los Angeles Rams. Both teams are 2-0. and Remember, uh, Tom Brady beat Sean McVay. Uh, in the Super Bowl, and you know Brady's going to be fired up. We talked earlier about how Brady's playing the best football of his career, and it's amazing to say that. Think of how many players have come and gone during Tom Brady's run, man. It really is. Like like guys that look all old and stuff like that now that Brady competed against, right? I mean, man, Brady played against Kurt Warner in a freaking Super Bowl. Seattle's minus one and a half on a row. Big game next week. Uh, the primetime games, and as we mentioned, the primetime games are 5-0 and to the over, and I do think that the Monday nighter is going to go over the number two. It's 48-and-a-half right now, and Detroit's secondary has issues, all right? Detroit's defense had big-time issues stopping San Francisco. San Francisco were doing whatever the hell they wanted, and I think it's going to be a problem. You've got an, a... You've got a you know an Aaron Rodgers who's coming off a one of the worst performances of his career. Former teammates are calling him out. There's whispers about Jordan Love, about Aaron Rodgers' dedication, and all this type of stuff. And I think it's all overblown. Aaron Rodgers is fine. He's going to be fine. As it is right now, I'm thinking this is like a 38-17 type of game. 38-17. You know, Rodgers is going to get his. You know Devontae Adams is going to have a big night, right? So Adams will have a big night. Rodgers will have a big night. That back door will be open. Detroit Lions on teasers are interesting. I mean, you're t- if we're talking about getting the Lions, man, at like plus 19 and a half, 20 points, I'm going to be listening. The late night anger management class, level three coming up. This is Sports Rage. Lost. 
Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Meet Stacy. Stacy's on the hunt for a new pair of trendy glasses. Call me picky, but I just can't find the one. Luckily for Stacy, Walmart Vision has virtual try on. Now she can try on hundreds of frames virtually, then upload her prescription and get new glasses delivered right to her door. Really? <laughs> yeah, really. Well, the hunt just took a turn for the better. Buy your next pair of glasses with virtual try on from Walmart. Welcome to Easy Eye Care. Welcome to your Walmart. Restrictions apply. See walmart.com for details.